This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello, and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Tuesday, June 7th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew Dewaskin. Matt, how you doing? Doing well, Dylan. Yeah? That's, that's, again, every time you say things are good, I, I have to ask, what's up? Oh, no, we, we had the, the room almost finished yesterday. Yes. And, uh, yeah, it was just a you know, normal day. You know, there, there was no struggle today, I don't think. Not really. Are you, are you having to deal with, like, workers coming in and doing stuff? Yes. Yeah, it's kind of a pain. It's a uh, little pain. I'm dealing with the same. I have uh, people working on a roof here, which is fine. Um, they, they were doing it during our live episode on Friday, which is funny because it's pretty loud because they're on the roof uh, messing with stuff. But they're also rebuilding our deck. And I've told you, I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast, but I live on a floating house, literally, on water. And uh, so our, our deck, our balcony goes out over the water. They're tearing that off. They like, And it's a pretty big balcony. They just tore that off of the side of our house, and they're about to rebuild it. And I went upstairs yesterday, and uh, it's gone. And there's literally a giant like crane that they've brought out on like a floating barge thing that's there in its place right now. I don't know. So, I just one-upped you on the construction and workers around my house. But uh, it was pretty startling, because I didn't realize they were ripping that off already. But yeah, people working on my house, too, and I'm excited for that to be done. Let's have people all over the place. So, Matt, on Monday we talked about a bunch of pitchers that uh, we thought were interesting, and they were all awesome. Uh, pretty much everybody that we thought was intriguing did really well. Uh, you had Trevor Bauer, and he came within one strikeout of setting his career high. I don't know if you saw his line, but he whooped on Seattle, which is not that easy to do. He did well. Um, we weren't interested in James Paxton, but he had double-digit strikeouts, and he was throwing real darn hard. Uh, it's going to be interesting next time around. Uh, Michael Fulmer was great against the Blue Jays. He now has like a crazy scoreless streak going on. He extended that out. Um... Tyler Chatwood, who he really liked on the road, he has that interesting split. He threw eight innings, one run against Los Angeles. He allowed one hit. He walked four and only struck out five, but he held them the one hit. Like, he's been outrageous on the road. And then uh, Matt Shoemaker, maker of shoes. Uh, I had him. He took the loss in Yankee Stadium, but uh, if you look closely, I think he allowed four runs, but the bullpen uh, allowed two of those. He went like seven and in, in, in one or two outs, and uh, I don't know the box right here, but he, he he did well. He did well in Yankee Stadium, and he also had a bunch more strikeouts and still no walks. So, yeah, these are all guys that are going to pitch themselves out of our contest, basically the way they're pitching. Oh, I don't. I, I, I have you gotten over last night's news? In what in what way? Williams Perez leaving the game early with bicep soreness. I did see that. Yeah, he, he's. You were interested in him. He didn't pitch that well, but that would be a pretty good reason as to why. I don't know. I think I think we should be wearing black armbands right now on, on our triceps. Yeah, yeah. For Williams Perez, uh, hopefully that news comes out not so bad. But yeah, Christian Friedrich also pitched well. He's been really good for them, but he has like a ERA under three, but a WHIP of like one and a half. Like. Yeah almost as many walks as strikeouts. That's a mirage. I don't believe that for a second. Um, but yeah, hopefully Williams Perez is okay. Um, all right, let's go ahead and get into things for Tuesday. Cause there, there's plenty going on. 
Um, there is a double header in Pittsburgh because of the uh, rain on Monday. So the first game is Steven Matz uh, against John Neese. It's interesting, but it's also the only afternoon game. I'm not going to fit our DFS slate. We're not going to talk about that. So when we talk about Mets and Pittsburgh uh, players, we're talking about the second matchup, which is Jacob deGrom at uh, at Juan Nicasio. So uh, keep that in mind. Um, all right, Matt, let's get started at catcher, though. Of the 15 of the 16 games eligible for today, where are you looking at at catcher? I'm sharing with uh, Wellington Castillo getting Matt Moore. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, I like Matt Moore, but things have been bad lately. Especially against righties. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's struggling. Uh, and Wellington Castillo whoops on lefties. We like that. He does. I worked on Wilson Ramos being Matt Latos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. He's He's been better against lefties, but he's been nuts. Uh, and obviously we're off the Latos train, so sure, why not? It's not like he's not going to be able to hit Matt Latos. Yeah, he'll be okay. Uh, Steven Vogt getting Zach Davies. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I wrote Giants catcher versus Rick Porcello. They're You're both... Just... They're both they're both right-handed, and I want either one. Yeah, you just you're down on Porcello against righties. Yes. Yeah, I can see that. He's cooled off recently for sure. Uh, he started so hot, and it's uh, he's still struggling to bowl out, which is nice, which is kind of a new skill for him. But I, I can see that. So, sure. Um, who was that up for you at catcher? That's your yeah, favorite ones. Yeah, um, I would add, you could take uh, Jonathan Lucroy and Sean Manaya. That's a platoon advantage for him. Uh, more importantly, Sean Manaya has just not been great. And if Evan Gaddis is catcher eligible, he gets Cole Hamels. Uh, I like Evan Gaddis where you can get him. Uh, getting a lefty in Texas should be cool. So um, The only other name that, that I would definitely circle is JT Real Muto is getting Pat Dean. In Minnesota, Pat Dean's been good, and we have to decide if we think Pat Dean is good. I mean, he hasn't been great. He's just better than we thought he'd be. Um, but he's the lefty, and Romuto likes it lefties. Romuto also, we mentioned before, has the crazy home road split, um, but he likes to hit on the road. Uh, so, anyway, um, I, I think he's worth checking out. Um, Matt, how about first base? What, what sticks out to you at first base? Uh, David Ortiz getting... Albert Suarez? Yeah. we Do we have anything to take away from Albert Suarez? Not really. He's not very good. Yeah. It's it's not a guy I'm worried about. Last two outings, five innings, three runs. So he's not, you know, garbage, but he's a guy that I think... Pretty much. Uh, there's a reason we don't know much about him. Um, David Ortiz, you got to make sure he gets in. It's a National League park. So Ooh, it's going to... You're right. Uh, they like to give him a glove, even though he's old. You know, I, I think that uh, there's a fair chance that he'll play at least a couple games in the series. But confirm that before you put him in there. But I like it, for sure. Except Adrian, Adrian Gonzalez getting Eddie Butler? Yeah, I'm fine with that. It's it's Butler, yeah. Uh, you know, Butler, he does have a bit of a home road, so I'm not buying it. It's such a small sample that I, I refuse to believe he's any good anywhere. Mm-hmm. He's not Tyler Chatwood. No. He's not talented. Yeah. He's PR. Yeah. Except, uh, Mike Napoli getting Wade Miley. Yeah, man. Wade Miley is a guy I've been trying to defend for a while because I thought his peripherals were better than how he's doing. ZRA is now 5.85 after his nine run outing last time. Yep. Uh, nine runs against the Padres in San Diego. Right. Yeah. I, I definitely think he's better than his 5.85 ERA, but. 
when that's doing that, you just kind of gotta, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I'm in on that for sure. I like Mike Napoli too. He's just slugging, so for sure. Except uh, Paul Goldschmidt versus Matt Moore. Yep, righty on lefty. Uh, absolutely. Edwin Encarnacion versus Matt Boyd. Yeah, are you in on Matt Boyd at all? I mean, this is a terrible matchup for him. This is pretty bad. Yeah, this is pretty bad match. It's it's no uh, Michael Fulmer versus the Blue Jays. This is this is Matt Matt Boyd. Yeah, lefty getting them. Uh, Matt Boyd seems to be okay, but not good enough to survive this. And I have uh, Hosmer getting Ubaldo. Yeah, I. The Royals are becoming like a a one player team for pretty me. much. Like, yes. I don't have any other Royals. I have him for sure, but I, I don't know how to pick on Ubaldo. But yes, yeah, he's going to be just fine. Absolutely. Um, the only other two names I listed that I think are worth mentioning, Chris Davids gets Jordana Ventura. Chris with a C. Uh, that's fine with me. I, I'm, Jordana Ventura is struggling and not very good. And if you went to the lottery ticket that is Chris Davis, he could be just fine. And I wrote Chris Carter getting Sean Manaya, which is righty on lefty. I like Chris Carter more than you do. And he actually hits righties and lefties and strikes out plenty, could 0 for 4 for you, but could easily run into one. And Sean Manaya has had his homer problems, that's for sure. So uh, if you're feeling lucky there, I think that's totally viable. His ERA is 616. Um, it didn't allow a homer last time out, uh, but he will he can get hit. Um, okay, on the second base, I wrote Jonathan Scope getting Jordano. It's kind of like... Chris Carter, if you're feeling it, that, I'm totally fine with that in the GPP. Um, your boy Ben Zobris gets Jared Eikhoff, switch mm -hmm. hitter, so we can, you know, get that advantage. I assume you're okay with that. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I have Daniel Murphy, who can't stop hitting, getting Matt Latos. Just yep. keep going. He's not hitting close to 400, but he's still well above three. He is. Uh, yeah. I don't... It's a lot of bad at thing, but there, that's still a skill, so, so that'll be just fine. Um, Gene Segura gets Matt Moore. I, I, again, I think there's a lot of Arizona righties to, to take there against him. Mm -hmm. um, and Jose Altuve gets a lefty and Cole Hamels. Uh, sometimes I kind of like a guy against Cole Hamels that is more likely to get a homer, because I feel like that's one of Hamels' weakness. But all of a sudden, Altuve's hitting for power this year, too. So I don't think you're you know only getting a contact guy there uh, in that matchup. And uh, the only other second baseman that really sticks out to me is Starlin Castro gets... David Huff. David Huff making a spot start for the Angels. Um, can we talk about this game for a second? David Huff going to Yankee Stadium against Michael Pineda. These are both pitchers that I feel like we can pick against, for sure. Um, especially David Huff being a lefty and Michael Pineda just being a mess and it being Yankee Stadium. But I had trouble finding hitters on both teams that I really like. I agree. Yeah, it, it's weird to think that the the Angels and the Yankees is, you know, not great offenses, but there's not a lot. So I have Starlin Castro. He can get lefties. It's not a high ceiling. I know you're not crazy about him. It's not a lot there, but he's one of the few right-handed bats. I mean, I wrote A-Rod. We'll get to him. Me too. But, but, again, nobody's heart is broken that the Yankees are doing well, but it was just kind of weird for me to be like, where do I go there? But, um... Yeah, that's an option at second base. What else are you thinking uh, at second base that I didn't have? Uh, Ed Robinson Cano getting Cody Anderson. Okay, yeah, absolutely. I, I'm big on Cano. He just keeps slugging, so. Pretty much, yeah. And Cody Anderson keeps being awful. Yes, he does. And lastly, I had uh, Devin Travis getting Matt Boyd. 
Yeah, I think it's one of those Blue Jays gets a lefty, pick anybody in that lineup you want, Jays. So that includes him. Cool. All right, on the third base, we mentioned A-Rod. Uh, do we have anything other than he gets a bad lefty and it's Yankee Stadium? He can still hit a little bit. Yeah, there's pop there for sure. Uh, I had Martin Prado getting the aforementioned pitching mean machine Pat Dean. That's that's good. Uh, yeah, anything other than Pat Dean's left-handed is not that good. And it's like the one place you want Martin Prado against a lefty who's not that good. Yeah, he's predictably cooled off, but I think that'll be just fine. Yeah, I think so uh, yeah. So I have Kyle Seeger getting Cody Anderson. Yep, yep, yep. That's Kyle Seeger, boring producer, but when he has a bad righty, you just gotta go. It's gonna be pretty fun. much yes. My good friend and life coach, Ian Jervis Alarte, getting Aaron Bla- Aaron Blair. You should, you know, you get to brag about that one. You picked, you know, one of four home runs he's had this year. You <laughs> you wanted him on uh, you wanted him on Monday, and he hit a three run shot, and I just kind of went okay. Like, I want to get on Tuesday. All right, there you go. Yeah, he's he's what would you say? He's hot. I guess suppose. I don't know if we can make that declaration. You can either declare that he's hot, or if he doesn't hit one, you can declare that he's due. Basically, whatever gambler's <laughs> fallacy logic that you want to use to make your point that he's due is one of like the weirdest phrases concepts to me. That's uh, not how that works. Um, but uh, night logic over here. Yeah, I yeah, um, but yeah, younger v. Salarte would be fine. Um, your boy Brett Wallace did get in. He went one for four, I think. Didn't do much, but he did get in. Um, yeah. So what? You just like the younger v. Salarte gets a gets the Braves gets Aaron Blair. It's like one of the few bats that I actually like in that lineup against against uh, Aaron Blair. Yeah, that's another one actually. Honestly, Aaron Blair versus Colin Ray, the Braves against the Padres. It's too. I kind of liked Aaron Blair a little bit, but he has a seven five five ERA and a one eight one WHIP, so he's not ready to do anything this year. I I, I think he is potentially a pitcher as a mid to late rotation arm, you know, uh, but not right now apparently. So if there's Padres you like, go ahead. And I I would suspect that we halfway like Colin Ray a little bit. Um, yeah. Anybody else for third base? Uh, Travis Shaw getting. Albert Suarez. Yeah, that's Travis Shaw has been just fine, and that's a bad pitcher. That's a good one. Um, lastly, Nolan Arenado getting Julio Urias. Yeah, that's righty and lefty. I don't know what to do with the Urias matchup. He gets the Rockies, which is bad, but they're on the road, which is okay, and he's left-handed, and I don't know. Uh, I am not against that at all, but for such a full slate, it almost feels like a stay away for me. Which, yeah, I, I can see that. There's definitely potential there. It's and it's definitely risky. It's definitely question mark. Um, I don't think anybody's crazy for going there. I might just go somewhere a little more known, but uh, Urias is super talented, but has not shown much so far in the in the major leagues. So yeah. I, I'm I'm saying I wouldn't do it, but I'm totally fine with it. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested. I want to watch him. I want to see that box score, but it could go a lot of different ways for me. Fair enough. Um, he won't go deep, and the Dodgers bullpen isn't good. So, yeah, I think it's it's very fair. Um, I wrote Josh Donaldson getting Matt Boyd, because, sure, he gets a lefty. He'll be fine. And uh, it it hurts to pick against him, but Adrian Beltre getting Dallas Keuchel. That's the right-handed bat in Texas I like. And Dallas Keuchel isn't... I don't want to say he's not right, because the thing with him is he was always getting by on control so much and not quite stuff. 
that people kind of knew that there was not much wiggle room, that if all of a sudden he wasn't as sharp as he was, that things could go badly. And I don't think he's this bad. He's a 5-5 ERA. He's better than that. But he might be a 3-8 ERA pitcher, you know. Might be a 4 ERA pitcher, uh, which is, which would bite. But um, you can pick against that. So, uh, especially while his ERA is 5.5. So if you want... Beltray against Keiko, I'm I'm fine with it. I, uh, in any other right-handed bats from Texas, but that's one I like. My last name is Matt Carpenter getting John Lamb. Um, it's lefty on lefty, and I think that's good because I think it'll scare people away. I think people will try and skip that. And one, John Lamb's not very good, so I think Matt Carpenter can still handle him. And two, it's the, it's the Reds. It's the Reds bullpen. It's in Cincinnati. He's going to get his points there. So I, I give it a go for Matt Carpenter in Cincinnati against the lefty. I think he will get his points and hopefully be own blessed because it says L versus L on the on the sheet. So, Okay, on to shortstop. Matt, what were you thinking of shortstop? I have six names, which is, you know, pretty all right. I, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll go obvious to less obvious. How about that? Perfect. Okay. Uh, Manny Machado versus Jordana Ventura. Yes. Kyle Seeger, uh, I'm sorry, Corey Seeger, getting Eddie Butler. Yes, I, no analysis needed for either of those. You you could do a full, you know half an infield of Seegers tomorrow if you'd like. You could, and they'd be fine. They'd be totally fine. Uh, Trevor Story getting Urias. Yep, yep, that's righty on lefty. That's a good place to go. Yeah. Uh, Francisco Lindor gets Wade Miley. Yep, yep, especially Miley being this bad. Yeah. Carlos Correa versus Cole Hamels. Yeah, we've said this before, he was better against lefties this year than he has been this year, but I still trust him. I think he's talented enough, don't you? I trust him against Cole Hamels. Yeah, again, looking for a homer there, and I think he can do it. He can't do it quite as much as Eugenio Suarez can, apparently, yeah. but he can do it, yeah. Uh, Jonathan VR versus Shramanaya. Yep, absolutely. I saw a tweet the other day, I think it was from, uh, gosh, I can't remember who it was. Uh, but it was about Jonathan VR. Oh, I think it was our Rotograss friend, Alex Chamberlain, who was on one of our Friday shows. Basically, that th- it was one of those through X games this year. Uh, Jonathan VR has as many or more steals than D. Gordon had through X games last year, and he ended up leading baseball in stolen bases. Basically, he already has like 20 steals or something nuts. <laughs> Quite a few. Yeah, is Jonathan VR going to steal 50 bases? Like, I had high hopes for him, but even that, you know, I was always, I was always like, best case scenario, Jonathan VR is a 10 homer, 40 steal guy, and he might do that. Oh my goodness. So, anyway, Shamanaya and the A's, yes, he's going to be fine against them. Mm-hmm. And lastly, if you need a super cheap shortstop. Yes. Chris Owens is getting Matt Moore. Okay. That's a righty against a lefty. I'm, you know, uh, the Owings thing is can't draw a walk to save his life, but when things are going right, he can hit for a good average. You know, and there's a little bit of pop there, so yeah. I'm fine with that for sure. I I like the I like the cheat picks, especially at catcher and shortstop. So I I don't think Chris Owings is that good, but I, I like the cheat yeah, picks. But he's hitting like 285. It looks like he's you know, uh, yeah. No, I'm fine with that for sure. Um, the only shortstop I have that you didn't mention is Aledmus Diaz getting John Lamb. Uh, Johnny Peralta returned, and Aledmus Diaz survived. They sent Colton Wong down, which a lot of people were 
concerned over because they just signed him to like a five-year extension. They did. But, uh, I think he's going to be okay. He might never be a superstar, but uh, they'll, they're going to work out. The Cardinals are too good at developing players, and having decent infielders is a good thing to have too many of, so I think they're going to be fine there. Um, but he, but Aled Macias gets John Lamb in the Reds, and that's a platoon advantage for him, and he can hit. He'll be fine. All right, on to the outfield. I started with your boy Mark Trumbo getting your Dan Ventura. He continues to just bash the ball against absolutely anybody. Uh, he'll be fine. Um, I trying to pick against Michael Pineda in New York. I have Mike Trout and Cole Calhoun. It's hard to be, you know, Mike Trout. If you want to pay for it again, no analysis, but. Cole Calhoun is is going to be fine there, too, because, goodness, Michael Pineda has been bad. Um, if you're with me and trying to pick lefties against Jared Eikhoff, and I think you are, um, Dexter Fowler and Jason Hayward, you fine with both of them? Yeah, he, Hayward has actually been, I, I, I suppose, uh, heating up. Yes. Is that a thing? Or... I, I'm okay with it in the past tense that he did heat up. It's tougher for me to say he's hot. Okay. <laughs> Maybe yeah. just because we were talking about younger V. Salarte. But... Well, either way, Hayward has been less bad recently. How about that? Yeah. yeah. We Okay, so we've talked about hot and cold streaks before, and they're worth noting. I don't know how predictive they are, but for me, the only issue that I really take to heart is that um, they could be indicators of health, or at least, you know, sort of indicators of health. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, if a guy's been really bad, maybe he's hurt, you know, uh, and even that's that's something that can definitely be predictive. Or if a guy's been really good, I know that he's not hurt, you know. Uh, so that's all it is for me. Uh, and so there's at least a little bit to take away from it. So Hayward playing well means probably not hurt, you know. Uh, other than that, it's it's kind of hard to read that much into. Um, anyway, you trust him against Jared Eikhoff, I assume? Sure. Yeah. Uh, I wrote... Jose Bautista getting Matt Boyd. Again, any of those Blue Jays uh, righties, they're going to be fine. I wrote Adam Duvall getting Mike Leake. It's the only Brave I picked against Mike Leake. You can go with Jay Bruce also, I suppose. That'd be totally fine. Both of them hit righties. Uh, and Mike Leake's pretty decent. Um, but but I trust them to, to be able to produce. The uh, problem with Leake is he doesn't really have a platoon split. Yeah, it's, it's not juicy. It's not a slam dunk. I'm not pumped about it, but it's... It's they they keep hitting they keep hitting for power so I think they're okay if they fit your depending on your site if they fit your budget um I'm okay with it uh, I have Stephen Piscotty getting John Lamb Stephen Piscotty's numbers against lefties have been totally bonkers this year yeah. uh, he's batting cleanup he's doing well there he handles righties just fine but he's right-handed and uh, yeah I'm I'm gonna look him up here but he's they put him right behind Matt Holiday and. Uh, I don't know, he's just another, very quietly, because he doesn't hit a bunch of home runs, so people aren't, like, you know, losing it over Steven Piscotty, but if you had him on your fantasy team, you would know and you'd be pumped about it. This year, uh, it's only 60 plate appearances, but he's hitting 417, 533, 688 against, uh, lefties. That's pretty he's good. He's very against left-handers. Yeah, and his OPS against righties is still 766, he's hitting 280. Not, you know, it's not, you know, not thumping them, but that's respectable, you know. So, uh, yeah, Piscotty gets a lefty and John Lamb, that's awesome. He's going to whoop on him, but he might only get a few, you know, 
matchups against him, and then it'll be the Reds bullpen, and I bet he will hit better than his, you know, seven whatever OPS against the the righties in that bullpen. So, Super Piscotti okay. is is a totally good matchup for me. Uh, you like a George Springer getting Cole Hamels, I assume. I do. Yeah, that's that's a guy with power, and and the righty and lefty, and it's in Texas. He'll be fine. How about uh, Adam Eaton getting Joe Ross? Or can you not bring yourself to pick any White Sox hitters? I wrote it down. Begrudgingly? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, well, Joe Ross's weakness is lefties, left-handed hitters. Uh, and so Adam Eaton could be okay. Bryce Harper like gets... They have. Yeah. Uh, Bryce Harper gets Matt Latos. Uh, that's a, you know, incredible... He, he's been cold, uh, for sure. I'm not worried about him, uh, unless he's hurt the... You know, we don't know. Uh, but he gets Matt Latos, and it's the cell. So if you want to fit Harper in there, I don't think you're nuts by any means. Um, Ryan Braun gets Sean Manaya. That's righty and lefty. He's been great when he's been in the lineup. They're putting kid gloves on a little bit when dealing with him, but I totally get it. Uh, the other circled one I have that is a must for me is Marcelo Zuna getting the yeah. pitching mean machine, Pat Dean. Talk about a guy that's also been crushing lefties. I assume you're also okay with that? Yeah, it's very okay. Yeah. He, it's kind of a Piscotti thing, but like even even better. Uh, Marcelo Zuna this year against lefties is four twenty nine, four sixty seven, eight eighty one slug for thirteen forty eight OPS. Uh, he has five homers, five of his eleven homers uh, in you know forty five plate appearances. He's whooping on lefties. He's also awesome. So yeah, circle that one for me. I am totally in for Marcelo Zuna. Um, I have. A couple more. Yasmani Tomas gets Matt Moore. He thumps on lefties in a big way. Um, Rajai Davis, who I keep talking about hitting lefties well, he had a home run and a steal on Monday. He gets Wade Miley, whose ERA is sky high. And then uh, if you want some Red Sox outfielders, getting Albert Suarez. It's it's Jackie Bradley Jr. It's Mookie Betts. I have no problem with any of those. But in the outfield, I might literally pick you know a bunch of these righties getting lefties guys. If I can get oh, yeah. Pis- yeah. if I can get Piscotti, Ozuna. And Yasmani Tomas, even, or Rajai Davis. Uh, they're not typically super popular guys, and they have great matchups. And I don't think they're going to be in trouble once, you know, those starters leave the game. Uh, yeah, there's there's a right-handed outfield here uh, to, to play. Um, Matt, who do you have in the outfield that I did not list? Earth on the uh, Rangers right, or Dallas Keuchel. Okay, who are you thinking of specifically? Ryan Rua and Ian Desmond. Okay, yeah, Ian Desmond's a good one. I, I, I dropped the ball there. But he's settled in the outfield just fine, and he heated up after after April. It was kind of slow. He's he's straightened it out. So, yeah, I'm totally fine with that. I've got Nelson Cruz versus Cody Anderson. Uh, sure, righty on righty, but I have no problem with it at all. Me either. He's he's not good. So yeah. Cruz is Cruz is good. Uh, Cody Anderson's not that good. Accurate. And yes. last, I worked on Trace Thompson versus Eddie Butler. Okay, you're on the Trace Thompson train. Do you miss Trace Thompson? I, I mean. Trace Thompson. Yeah, is there a little bit of you that wishes he was back in Chicago? I mean, Todd Dra- yes. Frazier's been great, so. Well, yeah, if he was back in Chicago, you know, they wouldn't have Todd Frazier, which would make me sad. Yeah, so, so that's that's one of those you you know you're sad that guy left, but you're also like, yeah, but we, you know the trade hasn't gone terrible, that's for sure. So, okay, now let's look at uh pitching. I think there's plenty of options. Matt, what are you thinking uh, on the mound here uh, for Tuesday? On the mound, I like Kyle Hendricks versus the Phillies. Yeah, he was good last time out in the Phillies. Yeah, we didn't pick any Phillies, if you didn't notice. So, yeah, yeah. I'm totally in there. I kind of like Aaron Sanchez in Detroit. 
I do too. His big weakness is lefties, and there just aren't that many left-handed batters there. So no, they don't have. They have hardly any. Yeah. So that's it, it's not a great matchup for him, but it's not. I'm not scared off. So yeah. Uh, Jacob Degrom versus uh, Pirates. Yeah, there's no analysis necessary there either. There, I mean, it's a pitcher-friendly park, and Jacob Degrom's been pretty darn awesome. So. Yeah. Joe Ross, I, I kind of like Joe Ross versus the White Sox. You like anybody against the White Sox right now, don't you? Pretty much, yes, because their yeah. offense is broken. Yes. I got Zach Davies versus the A's. I kind of like it for him. I can't do that. He's been so bad. Last time out, eight innings, only three hits and nine strikeouts. He was great against St. Louis last time, but I 4.53 ERA, one three one whip. He's been better than he started. He's definitely straightened things out a bit. You're you're just you're mostly picking on the A's being terrible, right? Oh yes, I am. I I can see that. We also didn't really pick many A's. Um, None. Who else? Yeah. <laughs> who else do you like uh, pitching? I kind of like Adam Conley in, in Minnesota. Yeah, that might be my field of streams pick for sure. Uh, the Twins can't hit at all, and Adam Conley continues to be pretty okay. So. Yeah. Um, it, they don't have any. Le- he's a lefty who struggles against lefties. They don't really have any lefties that hurt, that can hurt him. No. Uh, I'm looking at his game log, and you know what stands out to me? Adam Conley has allowed three home runs this year, and the last one he allowed came on April 24th. He's just not giving up homers. Um, I don't know that that's sustainable, but uh, it's a good sign. Uh, but 3.72 ERA, one four one whip is not great, but he also gets his strikeouts. So, I don't know. I think he's a totally fine spot starter, and this is a good situation for him. Fair enough. Uh, Zach Grinky versus the Diamond. Oh, sorry, Zach Grinky versus the Rays. Yes, I'm totally fine with that. I, they don't scare me against righties at all. No, I don't. Sadly, you could talk me into Aaron Blair, but I think that's about it for me. Uh, I again, I was an Aaron Blair fan a little bit, but his ERA at seven point five five. Like I, I just, I can't do that. Um, what about the opposite? Do you like Colin Ray and the Braves? They're equally bad. I do not. No? Why are you out on Colin Ray? I, I don't think he's very good. <laughs> he's very okay, but he's not good. I would agree he's not good. Uh, yeah, pick up me for Zach Davies, but Colin Ray is just as mediocre, if not more so. Sure. Here's the thing. All right, so looking at his game log, in his last four starts, he has had three strikeouts in each of them. And the one before that was five, and then another three. So in six of his last seven starts, he's only notched three strikeouts in each one. That's enough for me He's to walk away. Over a month. Yeah, that's enough for me to walk away. If there's no strikeouts, I mean, at least Conley can find his way into strikeouts sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah, that that game is like the Yankees-Angels game where I'm like, what is there to get from that? It's not. Um, the only names I have that you didn't, Mike Leak getting the Reds against his old team. Mike Leak's been just fine, too. He started real slow, and then he's turned it around. He's been good. Uh, he's been real good. He's allowed six runs in his past five starts. So, Mike Leak getting the Reds, who can hit a little bit, but he knows how to pitch there. He'll be okay. Not that exciting, not a ton of strikeouts, but he could, you know, certainly walk into a win. Um, I like that, and I like uh, I like Rick Porcello going to San Francisco more than you do. No DH, and not that many righties, if you're worried about him with righties. And it's a good place to pitch, so I think there's a, a bit of upside, especially if the Red Sox hit Albert Suarez, which they can, so... I think he's an option. But for me, DeGrom's a slam dunk. Hendricks is great. Joe Ross is fine. Granke is fine. There's definitely options here at a, at pitcher. Mm. Places to go. 
Um, you could go Cole Hamels against the Astros, I guess. Cole Hamels has good starts in him. They they certainly happen, you know. Uh, he just gives up his home runs, but I think he'd be fine. But are we totally off Dallas Keuchel? Yes. <sighs> so sad, but it's so true. I'm I can't do it. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, so in the streaming contest, I'm taking Adam Conley going to the Twins, but you could consider Juan Nicasio getting the Mets, who seem also pretty broken, but there's not a, lot of, not a ton of upside with him. Uh, Julio Urias is actually only 35% owned. He gets the Rockies. Again, that is an interesting game I want to watch, and I think he should be picked up in most leagues. You should stash him, because he could certainly click pretty quickly, but I don't know that I'm picking him that day. Uh, where do you think you're going uh, in our, our contest? Probably going to take Zach Davies. All right, yeah, that's that's putting putting your money where your mouth is. I don't know that I'm doing that, but I I am interested in it. Again, the A's are bad. I think he could do fine. And he was good last time, so maybe he's figured it out. Um, okay, well that should about do it for us for Tuesday, Matt. You think you got anything else before we get out of here? Do you want to talk about our scheduling issue? No, we don't have to. Okay. I I mean I'm just going to make fun of you for being old if we do. You, no, you, we're actually we're recording at 6 a.m. Chicago time. Yes. Because we were supposed to record at 1 a.m. Chicago time, but yes. apparently I fell asleep. <laughs> Matt's like, wait, did we not record? I'm like, no, we didn't. Uh, not upset at all, just laughing. You're like, no, because I did my thing and we record. That's what happens when we do four a week. Um, it, it was odd to me because I... I I woke up at six. I looked at my phone. There were a bunch of messages from you. Yeah, and, and I'm like, like, "Wait a second, uh, what, what happened here?" Yeah, you fell asleep watching TV, and so yeah, it, it, we do four a week. Uh, it's five total. It, it happens. Uh, they run together sometimes, for sure. I think you've done this once. Now I've done this once. We've just been like, "What?" Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Matt, thanks for, you know, having the time in the morning for us to, uh, get a show. I woke up at 6 and looked at my phone. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. Um. No, seriously, if I didn't, I don't know what we, I'd be, like, recording in the car on the way to work. Which, I still say we can do one time. That would be, that would be funny. You gotta get your, your your new car has Bluetooth. Matt on the road (laughs) episode. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll get you out of here. We'll get you to work. But, um, Yeah. Uh, Matt is on Twitter at Matt D underscore DFS. I am on Twitter at Higgins FOS. Uh, give us a follow on, on Twitter. Let us know what you think. Um, always like the feedback. But uh, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow. No matter when we record, we'll have another show on Wednesday. Um, yeah, until then, for Matt, I'm Dylan. Uh, good luck with your stacks, and we'll see you then. And enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.